Ash is king. Ash is king. Alright, welcome to the Finance Club podcast. Um, glad to be here. Today I have with me uh, Mike and Vince from the Rotman trading team. And um, we'll be talking about the Rotman trading competition today. Uh, you guys want to do an introduction or do you just want to get started? What, what's the what's do, the plan? Do you want us to introduce ourselves? <laughs> please, to, please. That'd be to fun. The podcast. The Let's MEM. do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You first. Actually, Vince, go ahead. <laughs> you take the lead on this, Vince. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Very generous of you. No problem. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what else is there to say? I'm Vince Pileggi, uh, part of Duke MEM program. I'm part of the finance club, and as we stated. <laughs> yeah, part yeah. of the Rotman team. Yeah. So these guys have just, uh, <laughs> so to give the uh, listeners a brief primer, these guys have come back from a, from from jungle warfare, as uh, they like to put it, I think. Or at least Sam likes to put it that way. And um, today we'll be going into the secrets of what made them a success in Canada. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll get some fun stories too. Um, I look forward to this episode and we hope you like it. All right, Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, yeah. first off, um, pleasure to be here. So I'm Michael Knowles, as most of you know, hopefully. Uh, Duke MEM. Uh, I got my bachelor's in petroleum engineering and I minored in economics down in the middle of nowhere in Ohio. Very small school, like 1,400 students, you know. Compared to Duke, it's like nothing. Middle of nowhere. But yeah, I played soccer there. I played soccer four years, uh, collegiate soccer, D3. Uh, I played in the midfield, you know, I assumed like leadership roles. All right, all right. And I ran the midfield, you know. Who, I don't know who, if you who guys... Did you, uh, who did you model yourself after, just out of curiosity? I know Vince is out of his depth. <laughs> <laughs> De- definitely Iniesta. If you guys are familiar right. with Xavi and Iniesta... Like, I grew up watching those two. All right. Boston and midfield. And so how did Xavi and Iniesta take you to trading? Well, you know, I've played soccer my entire life, you know, at the okay. highest level. Okay. I've had uh, teammates go on to play professionally, you know, okay. at top Division One schools. So I've been super competitive All right. about soccer my entire life. All right. You know, I kind of translate that into the classroom. Okay. And, you know, into my personal life. So All trading, right. you know, trading super competitive. All right. Okay. I mean, it's so cutthroat, you, you know, it's, it's you, you either do well or you don't, you know? Yeah, yeah. Pigs get slaughtered, huh? Bulls yeah, make pigs money. get slaughtered, man. You know, you know how it is. So, it's, okay, so tell us a little bit about uh, Rotman. Um, what is it about? What, 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 why is this so big? Why do so many schools go to Rotman? What kind of people do you see there? And what's the atmosphere like, both of you? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think Mike hit the nail on the head when he said it's competitive. It's a... It's as close as uh, you get to trading on Wall Street without actually being there, I would say. Okay. Um, and it's it's so big because of that. Um, schools come from all over. They come from Canada, Europe, U.S., and they're top universities, uh, Ivy League schools. Um, and <laughs> there's a lot of A-type personalities training <laughs> year after year. you got to be. <laughs> all right. They're not right. there to be your friend. They're there to... Take home the, take home that top prize. Okay, okay. Describe that. I mean, you saying they're not there to be your friend. What? They don't even smile. They don't even look at you. Are you just a ghost? Is that how it works? I mean, they look at you straight in the eye. Okay. And if you're in their way, or if they don't like a deal, 
All right. You know, you're pitching to them. They're gonna they're gonna curse at you. Like this one guy. Okay. Well, I, I yeah. forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I was I was in the training pit. I was I was making a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, this one guy did not like the deal I was making. You know, I tried negotiating. Okay. And he he, he you know he came right at me. He cursed at me. All right. They didn't want right. to do business business with me, but you okay. know. Lucky, okay. So you mentioned uh, trading pit. Now take us uh, take us through that. What what is that? <laughs> I mean, trading pit. It's it's a jungle, you know. All right. <laughs> it, it's like it's just there. There are no laws, you know. It's just a lawless land in there. Okay. Okay. Uh, you've got you've got dozens and dozens of traders in there, you know, representing different schools. Uh, you know, you've got people, you know, holding their sheets, uh, pencils. Uh, you know, there are little stamps. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot going on in there. There's a lot right. of shouting. It's harder to, like, you know, it's hard to make sense of what's going it's, on. It's pretty chaotic. Yeah. Um, everyone's trading on the same market. They all want all to right. make the same deal. Right. And they just do not know how to deal with it. And they just start shouting and getting frustrated and okay. bumping into you. So, all right. I um, mean, you really need to practice keeping a level head when you're. Yeah. You're, you're taking me into these uh, intense moments and I've heard one of these stories, right? And I wanted to keep this for the end, but since we've got there early, I'd, I'd love to bring it up. I hear that the moment can uh, get to anyone. So even people <laughs> like Vince Pileggi here uh, no. had a moment where he was just uh, banging down glass doors. What, what was all that about? I have no idea what you're <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, the way the trading pit works, there's two analysts um, up in a booth Okay. And we work. We look down on the pit. So, uh, Sam is getting fed information. He's signaling to me buy, sell, and okay. then I signal that down to Mike and VJ on okay. the floor. So you cannot um, speak to each other at this point. No, we're behind a glass. You know, where there's a glass partition. Yeah. We're three stories above them. It's yeah. You have to learn the trading hand signals to indicate. Mm. You know, when to buy, when to sell, quantity, price, things like that. Okay. And okay. Uh, it just gets frustrating. I know they can't hear me. I know banging on the glass isn't going to do anything. <laughs> right. But when I'm signaling buy and they're not looking up... <laughs> you have to do something. <laughs> I, have, okay. I have to do something. And uh, So I was pounding on the glass a little bit. And okay. then I, I hear, strike one. <laughs> strike one. What, what strike one? What strike one? Uh... Eventually, it became such a widespread problem that okay. uh, they were keeping track of who was banging on the glass or jumping on tables and uh, three strikes and you're out. Okay. Um, okay. I was, fortunately, I was the only one to get a strike. Um, I don't think any teams got eliminated, but the Italians did come pretty close. Wow. Well, what yeah. were they up to? <laughs> the, <laughs> I mean, they... <laughs> They yeah, wanted their teammates' attention a little more than I did. And, all right, all right. Uh, they were just kind of forcing their way to the wall, banging on the glass, sitting on tables. Just... Wow, okay, okay. So pretty wild. The the jungle uh, element has been described, I think, pretty, pretty but it, clearly. It's pre- yeah, I would say it's a little more it's... tame in that environment, actually, than where Mike and VJ were at the moment. Yeah, when okay. you're down there in the in the trading pit, it's it's the Amazon of finance. Nice. It's hard nice. to navigate. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Vince and Sam were doing their best up in the lab. Okay. Trying to give us signals, whether to buy, sell, you know, what price. Yeah. But yeah. the market's moving so quickly. Right. You know, you don't you don't know where the market's going to be at in All a minute. Right. You know, so I've seen the Rotman, uh, this thing, the, the software. It's because uh, Sam plans to run a 
a trading competition with like a lot of Duke kids and they're doing it in collaboration with the investment uh, club in Duke and stuff. But all I saw was the market moves in like seconds. So either it's mm. going up or down. Can you give me a little bit more of like, can you give me a little bit more clarity on how that case works? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? I know it's about P's and L's, but you know, <laughs> just, let's just go down a little deeper. Like what, why? I mean, how? Honestly, I mean, as you said, a lot of it is luck because the market moves right. so rapidly. You don't know if the market's going to go up, okay. it's going to go down. But essentially, when the market goes up, mm-hmm. uh, you want to start buying. <laughs> okay, okay. Right? Every, right? I mean, everyone gets the same news, so everyone kind of gets the idea if the market's going to go up. Okay. You know, we're all okay. looking at the same screen. We're all getting the same data. So, you know, once the market starts going up, everyone's buying. No one's selling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at that point, you know, when you're in the trading pit, it's kind of hard to to cut a deal with someone. Yeah. You kind of have to move against the market. Okay. But you don't want to, you know? I mean, that, that's like the last thing you want to do. You're going against yeah. Yeah. the fundamentals of, you know, trading. All right. But you, you got to do what you got to do. You got to take some risks. Um, me and VJ definitely took some risks. Uh, the market was going up, but we decided to sell. Okay. We found a lot of buyers because everyone was trying to buy. Okay. And then you sold against We the... sold. Okay. Yeah, we sold. And how did that work out? We actually, we made a good amount of money at the end. Uh, I we... heard you didn't lose any money. Yeah, you know. How, I... how does that work, how does yeah, that work I... man? Freaking I heard that as me, well. Teach me maestro. Uh, <laughs> I'll try, but, you know, it's, it's kind of just trying to overthink, you know. Okay. That, that's that's the main thing. Don't overanalyze. Uh, you, you've got to be in the moment. you got to amp yourself up. All right. you got to stay focused laser focused you got to make sure you know your eyes are not away from the screen okay okay and how much did your uh, you guys were practicing for what like close to six years six <laughs> months sorry uh, <laughs> if we were practicing for six years i think we we would have won <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right so whatever three months or three something months, yeah. Yeah, yeah um yeah so how, how much did that help you guys i mean you guys built a lot of models they were all, mm. i saw a few excel sheets <laughs> or i heard of them at least yeah. and how much did that help or was it more about being focused in the moment as opposed to you know reaching back into your training modules it's definitely a combination okay. of the two and i don't think you can have one without the other yeah um i mean the practice, yeah, as, as close as you're going to get to the real thing, but even when you're there, they're throwing curveballs at you. It's okay. not The real competition is much more intense, okay. uh, much more volatile mm-hmm. than the practice server. So, mm-hmm. you, like Mike said, you have to be laser-focused, and you have to understand the market so that All you right. can be adaptable. Okay, okay. Yeah, and a lot of kids there had models, but they really didn't help them too mm-hmm. much because mm-hmm. the market is you just too volatile you just you can't act on the information you're getting fed right, right. fast enough you know these these people are humans they're not robots right right so you're saying excel is not fast enough excel is not fast enough <laughs> the hu- humans are fa- humans are not fast enough i mean that's why you have these algorithms and computers doing the trading nowadays no. all yeah. the heavy lifting yeah. you know okay okay uh, so algorithmic trading you guys had a case like that didn't you what were the other cases there were different cases each of you was in charge of one how, how yeah. did that work so there were six cases in total Okay. Uh, if you want to count the social outcry, there were seven. Well, uh, what social outcry? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's, yeah, let's talk about that first. Sure, um, sure. So the social outcry was kind of an out, like an icebreaker event. Yeah, yeah. So that was before the actual competition, you know, started. Okay. Uh, everyone, you know, all the participants, the, you know, hundreds of traders were out in the 
they're in the, the pit. Mm-hmm. You know, people had their sheets, you know, their pencils. Okay. And we we kind of we looked at a monitor. Uh, All right. we, we got news uh, affecting the, you know, the index. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're trading futures. Um, yeah, you need to explain futures here, just because we might course. market this to anywhere. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. So. It's when you agree to exchange a commodity mm-hmm. at a future date um, okay. specified when you initially make the contract. So I might say, hey, I'm, I'm trying to buy some wheat. <laughs> wheat? Yeah, wheat. Oh, wheat. wheat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, just specifying that. That's, uh, he's talking Supported. about um, W-H-E-A-T. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Keith, I want to buy some wheat in 45 days at this price. Do yeah. you agree? Mm-hmm. You say yes, and okay. that's all there is to it. You're you're bound to, you I'm... know, buy or sell okay. Um, okay. on that date regardless of how the price path moves. Understood. And is that good or bad? Are futures, what, what do you think based on how, what, whatever you guys have done? I mean, it depends, honestly, if the market, okay. if you think the market's going to move up. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to buy as, as many uh, contracts as you can. As you can. But yeah. if the market, you feel like the market's going to go down, yeah. you want to sell as many contracts yeah. as you yeah. can. Uh, it's just, it's really tricky because the news come out and, you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know? Just a, a random thought. But then, did you guys know there was, uh, so I think it was some bank, JP Morgan, I'm not really sure, but one of them was launching um, Bitcoin futures or <laughs> cryptocurrency futures, yeah. whatever that means. Our, uh, our man Sam isn't exactly <laughs> happy with futures. He's like, oh, bubble, bubble. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's... Yeah, from that's my what, perspective, from okay. my experiences doing ramen, that sounds like, you know, like a terrible idea. Did you really? <laughs> you, know, you know, I okay. mean, this Bitcoin, you know, you don't know. You can't say. Yeah. E- even the index futures, you couldn't even tell what was going to happen. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. so continue with the cases. I think that's where we started. <laughs> yeah, so we, we just talked about the social outcry. Yep. Uh, that wasn't really a case, but that was more of an icebreaker. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's to it's there to expose you to the psychology of trading. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, I kind of took it was a thirty minute long ev- uh, event. Okay. I kind of took like the first ten minutes to download to observe the you know the area I was in the yeah. environment I was in. Yeah. And. <laughs> You immediately can tell, like, which teams have done this before and which have not. Because the teams who have not are very timid. Okay. They don't know what to do. They're afraid to buy or sell. Okay. Um, okay. And then you have, like, you have other people who immediately start shouting, you know. I'm buying, bid. Buying. Yeah. yeah bid, bid, bid or ask. I'm buying or selling at okay. this price. Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. you just got to try and get a feel for, you know. How crazy the environment's gonna be. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. it actually took me a while to start uh, negotiating deals with with other traders in mm-hmm. the pit mm-hmm. for that social outcry. You know, it took me like fifteen minutes. Wow. Halfway through the the, <laughs> the simulation, I hadn't even you know made a trade. Okay. So okay. I, I wasn't familiar with the terminology. You know, going in. Yeah. Did ask. You know. <laughs> And then you to approach that out. people and negotiate prices. Some, and these some, guys are animals. These guys, you know, they, they. I mean, some have been at the competition for yeah. a number of years now. Yeah. And, you know, they've had teams that do extremely well, so they bring back all the information. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Certain cases are 
all about how much you prepare. And, okay. But this case is not one of them. It's all about instinct and yeah. how well you can react in the moment. Okay. Yeah. A lot okay. of it is luck as well. Like okay. I said earlier, you don't know how the market's going to move. I right. Mean, you just take right. a position and you just, you pray. Okay. <laughs> you pray right. it moves in your favor. That's how trading works, guys. Pray. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so what was the toughest case in your opinion? Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. In terms of our performance, I think we we yeah. really struggled on the fixed income case. Okay. Because okay. a lot of the teams had models, okay. you know, to calculate the zero coupons. Okay. Uh, but we didn't. We didn't really have a model going okay. in. Sure. Sure. We, we kind of just, we read the news. All right. Uh, you know, we were, we were fed news regarding um, just corporations mm-hmm. and macro events. Okay. That, that affect the economies and the GDPs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, in that case, we we were tasked with trading government and okay. corporate bonds. So we had three corporations to kind of follow, and of course, we had the macro events that related to the government bonds. So, for example, if the GDP of a country uh, rose, if that increased, mm-hmm. then the price of the government bonds would increase. So okay. you would Understood. you would want to buy as many contracts as as many government bonds as, as you can right and you wait for you watch the security charting of the government bonds go up and once it kind of stalls at the top yeah you you want to just click as fast as you can and okay. offload your position you know it's, it's like everyone's trying to offload their position at the right. same time right. so you, you hear these clicks going off at the same time it's wow. like bees <laughs> it's like a beehive it's like yeah yeah <laughs> So the more wait uh, to get that right, the moment it stalls, people are selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're worried, like, oh, it's it's going down from here. Even before that, people, you know, start selling very slowly. They start they start clearing their position out very slowly just okay. to okay. minimize risk. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because um, in the simulations you have bots. There's not enough human beings in the rooms to actually form a real market so you try and simulate it but come competition day there's a room full of people okay and when mike's trading and you know the calgary team is trading and so on and so forth they're all affecting each other so when they all start to sell at the same time the Mm -hmm. price is gonna plummet down so that's why it's so important to offload at the right time okay they say you can't time the market but Mm -hmm. in this case yeah you have to try all right and what was one of the I, I doubt there was an easy case, but one you guys did well on. Mm. <laughs> Probably the ETF case. Okay. Um, we Exchange traded. Yeah. 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 So we traded um, stocks okay. essentially for that. We, okay. We st- you know, it was five rounds in total. Okay. Uh, the first two rounds we traded, I believe, or was it the first one? Where we traded only two stocks. Yeah, the first one was two stocks. The second one was, I think, three. No, uh, the first two subheats were two stocks. Yeah, each. yeah the that's right. third and fourth, you had to trade on three stocks. And then mm-hmm. the last one, you had to trade on four. Yeah, that's okay. right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we got, um, you know, we were offered tenders Okay. either to buy or sell stocks Mm -hmm. you know in massive quantities you know we're talking like 60,000 to like 120,000 stocks of each stock so you kind of you kind of had to analyze the you know the price they were they were offering and you kind of had to match that to Mm -hmm. the current price you had to look at the charting 
uh, the last prices of each stock. Yeah. So you had to make yeah. a decision like within two seconds. Yeah. You know, if you didn't, then your opportunity to make money was was gone, just like right. just like that. And you guys made like big profits on this one. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, no, no. But that for that case, for the ETF case, a yeah. lot of the teams, you know, the the making potential was kind of capped for that. Okay. Okay. Uh, the good traders made, you know, uh, up to like two hundred thousand. Wow. Each round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But personally, I made forty, maybe forty thousand okay. each round. So nice. not bad. I didn't lose yeah. any money. Didn't I know, lose, as you yeah. said, as you said earlier, you know. You, you know, you heard I didn't make, I didn't lose any money. But yeah, 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 you made. I, I, mean, I was very, I was very, you know. The way I see it, if you're making money, you're making money, man. Yeah. I know that sounds a little uh, paradoxical. Yeah. But making money is always good. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't take any risks in that in that case. I know uh, a lot of people did. You know, mm-hmm. they they saw that the the spread between the tender price and the current market price was pretty high, so okay. they they waited a little bit to act on that to accept the tender. Mm-hmm. And once they did, you know, you had everyone selling off the stock, so that kind of moved the market price. Okay. Okay. Against okay. their, you know, yeah, their favor, so they lost a lot of money. All right. Um, yeah. yeah, that's uh, kind of what I did. I didn't. I mean, I didn't lose money, but I didn't do as well as Mike because um, each stock, you don't know how liquid the yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the market's gonna be. So if I'm half a second too late, mm-hmm. uh, then you know, you're going to lose a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. And um, so I would just hold on to mine. I would see if the market moved. And if it didn't, I knew that that market was um, very liquid uh, or very illiquid. And it was a good opportunity to sell. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Um, so one quick question. You guys have mentioned focus and, you know, like being in the moment and all of that. So which school do you think was like on top of their game? ones that you guys saw who were just brilliant at this probably the canadian schools you know okay okay uh university of toronto yeah calgary okay waterloo those guys because they they've been do this is like a religion for them okay, okay. They've, they've been doing this for years yeah. i mean they've been at rotman since its inception you know yeah so these guys, I mean, there's really not much to do in Canada, you know. I mean, <laughs> it kind of just snows there. It's cold, Ouch. icy. So you know, these guys are trading. Uh, so that they're they're very uh, focused, very motivated, you know, about trading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For them, this is everything. Okay. Uh, they're financial engineers, you know. They're econ and finance double yeah. majors, and yeah. they use this competition to get a job to yeah. really boost their career path yeah and yeah. like mike said they're training constantly for this they've been here before it's a mm-hmm. huge advantage so uh, career path wise i mean what kind of organizations come to this uh, competition i mean what's going on like yeah. do the big banks and stuff come here or, <laughs> no, is, is there a networking opportunity i heard someone from your team got a an interview or something so yeah just tell me a little bit yeah more. there are actually a number of uh companies that that show up none of the big banks you know like goldman sachs or jp morgan right but you know there are a couple of firms there uh bp okay uh, british petroleum mm-hmm. you know very good oil company they're there they sponsor one of the cases the the commodities case yeah we had flow traders uh there they sponsored the etf case and also gave you guys fidget spinners yeah Saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah i have another one of those you know at the Add to my collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was there? MATLAB was there. Yeah. They're uh, sponsoring their, you know, finance toolkit. 
Okay. Uh, Schoenfield Trading Firm was there, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. who um, one of our teammates, Ronnie, was able to get an interview with. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. So it's a great opportunity to, like, if you're interested in trading, if you love trading, it's a great place to be and, like, meet people in, in the networking sense, like, outside of the warfare that's going on oh, yeah, in the sure. pits. You'd say yeah, that it's... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, during the cases, you know, we're, we're kind of at war. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with each other, but like outside of the cases, you know, once it's all over, you know, we have time off. Everyone's friendly to each other. You know, yeah. Yeah. everyone's very approachable. Everyone wants to talk. You know, they're they're there to network. Yeah, they they want to meet as many students and yeah. as as many you know companies as as they can to mm-hmm. to build that network. You know, mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. future. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And were there like social events outside of the competitions and did how how did those go if they were? <laughs> I feel like there are stories here on tap potentially. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> there were a couple social events. Okay. Uh, we only made it to one of them though. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it was honestly uh, pretty cool. It was, uh, they had the final award ceremony at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Okay. And um, that was a good time. We got to meet um, the people running the event, other teams, mm-hmm. um, food and drink was provided. And this is a definitely a great place to network, as we were saying before. Yeah. Everyone's much more relaxed, much more open, and yeah. uh, just yeah. want to have a good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right, all right. Yeah, my, we actually got to, to meet the Slovakia team. Okay, were they good? Yeah, I mean... In Maybe terms money. of trading, I'm not yeah. sure, but okay. they're, they're good people. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very relaxed, you okay. know. They're yeah. very interested, mm-hmm. you know, about mm-hmm. what we were doing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in undergrad, you know, at Duke, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, the one thing that really surprised me, though, is uh, Duke's, like, global, like, outreach. Yeah. yeah. I was really surprised because everyone knew who Duke was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, coming from a super small undergrad, I, I didn't have that. Yeah. So that kind of that that definitely like surprised me, you know, yeah. shocked me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, glad we're all here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we can do stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> Sit around in a room and talk about yeah, in a cramped room. Yeah. <laughs> Fairly. It's like 90 yeah. degrees. I'd, I'd like to call it cozy, man. It's 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 like a sauna, but yeah. All right. All right. Maybe uh, I'll I'll keep a tank top dress code for you <laughs> next time. Yeah, next time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um yeah, I think we've got a solid idea of what Rotman's about. If you guys, do you plan, I mean, do you think uh, you'll get into trading and stuff down the line in, in the future? Or has is has Rotman given you like a clearer picture of where your career is going? <laughs> um, <laughs> you can plead the fifth here. <laughs> that, that, that is that's, that's no fun. <laughs> no, I think, I think part of doing this competition is... Uh, Determining whether or not trading is right for you. Okay. And for me, I determined it was not. Okay. Um, I really did enjoy it. I enjoyed the competitive aspects yep. um, and stuff like that. But one of the things that really made it for me was having a team. You know, right. I had Mike, Sam, VJ, Sarah, mm-hmm. uh, and Ronnie to work alongside. Yeah. Um, but once you're actually out there in the industry... Right. Uh, there's competition between other firms, like, and even within the organizations. Right. So on top of the, you know, extremely intense high pressure atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and the lack of collaboration everywhere, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. being in the jungle constantly, I just didn't think it was for me. 
but uh, I feel like Mike kind of formed another different <laughs> opinion during the Yeah, event. I, I kind of I feel the opposite. I mean, this event kind of opened my eyes. Yeah. Uh, to finance as a career, maybe not trading, mm-hmm. but definitely uh, finance. You know, right. the, the finance culture. I mean, as you guys are aware, is super competitive. Right. Super cutthroat. It's you know you're based on how well you do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not not just showing up, but actually um, being mentally engaged, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that, that's kind of what I want to do as a as a career, yeah. going yeah. to finance. Nice. You know, being a soccer player. You know, super competitive. Yeah, you know, I, I want to perform. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Steaming into those fifty-fifty uh, challenges. Yeah. Like to to the me, they're they're ninety ten. Ninety in your favor. Yeah, in my favor. All right, nice. <laughs> yeah, with that, uh, with that, I think we could call a stop to the episode. Uh, this evening that was a lot of fun hope you guys uh, enjoyed listening to this um mike and vince as always um are available on campus if you can find them <laughs> <laughs> yeah please want to uh, know more yeah please feel free to you know reach out to us if you guys are interested you know we didn't really go into too much detail right. i mean there's just so much to talk about we could we could be in here for yeah. days yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. just talking about it and uh like Keith mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we are uh, teaming up with the uh, investment, the uh, investment club. So if you want a little taste of what Rotman is like, uh, check your inboxes in the next couple of weeks, and we'll be sending out more information on that. Yep. And uh, when you're preparing for that, please do remember: bulls make money, bears make money, and pigs. <laughs> well, what do uh, they do? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you, you, you may find out. <laughs> They get slaughtered. (laughs) Hey guys, just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. This podcast was produced by the MEM Finance Club in conjunction with Sal Mascarenas. We want to give a special shout out to the MEM PDC. Also, all rights are reserved, so please don't try anything funny. I will see you here at the next episode. Please remember, bulls make money, bears make money, and pigs, (laughs) you know what happens.